1: Everybody. Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host and lovely, handsomely, handsomely, husband,
0: <laughs> Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having a great week. We've got another great episode here for you today. Jilly, what are we going to dive into?
1: How creativity leads to a calmer home. Mm,
0: yeah, super cozy. we're going to get creative up in this bitch today. You and your little punchlines. I know. I can't help it. Anyways, before we get into that, as always, we love to show a little gratitude. So, Jilly, what are you grateful for this week?
1: I am grateful for a product that has been delicious. And yes, it is food. And it comes in a box. And it is by the brand Simple Mills. It is a very healthy-ish brand. And they have a delicious banana muffin mix that is heavenly.
0: Those muffins were delicious. And And yes, I agree. They are heavenly.
1: And Lucille loves them. And all you have to do is like add water and eggs and coconut oil. And they are like the moistest muffins. And every morning when I wake up and I have my frothed coffee, I'm like so excited to have like my banana muffin right there with it. It just makes my morning like that much happier. Yeah.
0: I know there are several listeners out there probably right now just cringing over the word moist. Moist. Sorry, folks. No, I'm not I had sorry. to do that because, <laughs> no, those muffins were awesome. Yes. Yes. Delicious. Good call, Jilly. Thank Good you. gratitude. <laughs> I like that one.
1: What about you? Is yours a product?
0: No. Person? Mine is an Place? activity. Oh, an experience. An experience. An activity. So this one's going to be a week and a half late because we're actually recording this two weeks early this is a little out of the blue for us but if you listen to us last week you'll know that we are out in arizona right now enjoying the sun but my gratitude is the little hike we took yesterday just exploring off the beaten path we have a little community playground and when i say little it is basically like a slide and a couple swings (laughs) but lucille loves it which is awesome we it's right next to the the community pool so Back there, there's a hill that goes way down to this little creek, and it's all wooded back there. So we decided to walk back there and explore a little bit. And we were out in the woods for probably about half hour or so, got to to explore, and and we didn't go too terribly deep. We wanted to try to get to the Ravana River, but like there's a a lot of downed trees back there from the, the recent snowstorm we had. So the path that looked like it would have been the straightest was not very straight just because there was a lot of down trees there. So I think we'll find ourselves back there some more and, and really try to explore and figure out the best way to get to the river. Although I think when it becomes like summertime it may be overgrown. So we'll have to see if we can do that early spring before like all the the vegetation starts popping up there. But it was just an awesome time to explore. Watching Lucille fall down several times just because she's not picking up her feet and a whole bunch of leaves, and then you sliding into the tiny creek bed <laughs> trying to hand Lucille over to me. So, it was it was a fun little adventure yesterday. I've really uh, I'm grateful that we did that.
1: Yeah, we don't do very many like off road hikes where there's not a path or a trail. So it was like out of our comfort zone. We are like, we were
0: bushwhacking.
1: We're going to explore back here and see where it goes. And eventually it led to someone else's property. So we should probably turn around now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was one of those things. It was like, uh, people down here have guns. And so we should probably just not step foot on their property. They're really
1: friendly too. So they, they are. They may understand. Yeah. They would have at least we, given us a warning. If we have a toddler, they're like, oh yeah, we want to talk to you. Cause she's really cute.
0: Well, we were just gonna be like she was running away from us, and this is where she let us.
1: That that's a really good idea. Can we yeah. use that next time? Of course. Nice. I didn't think yeah. about that.
0: Use the kid oh. whenever you can. Damn it, that's really wise, Nick. Good Thank call. you. Good call. I'm wise beyond my years. Mm. Ugh. I. You know what?
1: Nick's gonna be. 40 I, I'll be forty this when week. this
0: episode comes oh out. My Holy gosh. crap! And Ugh.
1: it's on Valentine's Day. Yeah,
0: I am a Valentine's baby.
1: So much love. That's why you're filled with so much love and hearts.
0: That's me, and red and Nothing pink, but love. And
1: purple. Mm.
0: <laughs> Jesus,
1: I love you, Boo. Happy early birthday!
0: Thank you. Well, it'll be late birthday when this is coming out. That's true, but you know yeah, what I mean. This belated. is really strange. It's this like is. in the
1: past, but you know, in the time, future. Podcast and the Podcast <laughs> time traveling is a
0: thing. Like what? it's crazy. That's
1: pretty wild.
0: Y'all are getting the future and the past and the past and the future all at the same time, mm. and the present. <laughs> yeah. We are the present. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Anyways, we've gone off track, folks. This is the five minutes you're not going to be able to get back of your lives. We apologize. But we do have a great episode here for you. Jilly, kick us off here.
1: All right. So I was thinking about, we've had a lot of people come and visit us, and they always are like, oh, I love that. Where did you get that? Like, your house looks so open. It looks so decluttered. It looks so (laughs) calm. And you know, I think we're known to be like, quote unquote, in minimalism, like, like the the family that just doesn't live with too much stuff. Right. And I think we don't talk about the stuff that often um, on the podcast. It's one of those things where we went through that journey of decluttering and getting rid of so many things when we lived in our old home. And we haven't really revisited it much since living in our new home in Virginia. Yeah. And just reflecting and talking about the specific and purposeful pieces of furniture or things that we own that have made our life so much calmer, easier. Um, overall just, it's just cozy and relaxing and I'm excited every time I step back in my home. Like that's the feeling I want to have every time I step in my home. Like it feels like a little Airbnb. That was the goal I was going for. And it was, it took a lot of time and attention to, um, with Nick to, to discuss like what we wanted to bring in, what we wanted to let go. And again, you have to decide on what types of items to bring in if you do choose furniture. So I thought we would shed some light on how creativity can lead to so much more calmness in your home Mm -hmm. by looking at furniture in a outside the box way of like, like how, how am I going to, is it going to be easy to maintain? Is it going to take a lot of time and effort to maintain? Can it serve more than one purpose? Can I use it as something else? Because our goal is to keep our home spacious. And the more space you have, to me, it's like the calmer home it is. It's just, it just feels, I don't know, just feels good.
0: It does. Good for my soul
1: and my mind.
0: Well, I think that the common, I don't want to say it's a misconception, but like the common thought is that if you have the space you have to fill it up and we are kind of the opposite it's like if you have the space you have the space and we don't necessarily need to fill it up with things that we're not gonna get use out of so you know our our house is is pretty much i mean it's there's not much we can do here like our last house was like you know, a conventional house, you had a kitchen, a family room, a living room, a dining room, but like
1: 3,000 square feet, a right, of walls, We, we did not
0: use those rooms <laughs> for those purposes. Like what was considered the formal dining room, we turned into like a second like butler's pantry kind of thing where we had our coffee station there. We had a changing table in there for the kids when they, you know, were born we had some shelves in there with liquor, like that was just kind of our our room, and it was open, like the you know there wasn't any furniture in there except for maybe a sitting chair at one point that we put in there. Dog it bowls. had your <laughs> it had dog bowls, and then it had our like kind of yearly chart that was in there, like kind of mapping out the year and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, Really calendar. And then our what was our formal living room was our dining room, like we had put the dining room table in there because we wanted to face out front rather than the back. So like we've always found unique ways to use the space and not necessarily have filled those spaces up. And we've really carried that that mindset here to, to our home in Virginia.
1: Yeah. And this was not something overnight that just clicked like, oh my God, we know exactly what to do to be creative <laughs> and have a calm home. It took three four years to get to where we are to learn our lessons the hard way on like having all the things having all the furniture having all the decorations the cute ones that you see in target and home goods and having all the things and then being completely miserable because i was like i'm tired of dusting i'm tired of vacuuming around it i'm tired of cleaning i'd rather be doing something else i'd rather be playing with my daughter i'd rather be going on hikes so we learned a lot of lessons on this bumpy road to where we are and we just would like to share some of our wisdom that we've learned and maybe it can apply to you or maybe you can be like wow um i'm going to be investing in a piece of furniture that's good to know and just something to like keep in the back of your head just kind of questions to ask yourself if you're like us and you don't you want to have a cozy home but you don't want to have to take all this time to take care of it and just spend all your time and energy on things you'd rather spend time on experiences and with human connection
0: yeah so should we start with your favorite place in the house
1: well, so I kind of categorized it already, oh, Nick.
0: All right. All right. So
1: the whole thing we are going for is like open, spacious and an invitation for the unknown and creative experiences. That's like the basis for our home. And the question I have to ask in the beginning is how do we create a space that provides room and calmness to support creativity in the within the whole family, like all of us, without with less stress and decision fatigue. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's a
0: great question. Okay.
1: Um, So I thought we would start, I made a list of all of our open-ended furniture. So the furniture that serves more than one purpose. So we have less of less furniture because it can be used for more than just one purpose. Right. So the first, which is the main, the main one, what do you think it is?
0: I'm thinking you're going to say the two chairs that we have. No, our kitchen island. (laughs) Is that furniture?
1: I consider or is that it furniture? a feature? I, I mean, I put it in there because okay. we had a a kitchen island made specifically for our last home. True, which was a piece of furniture. Fair so, enough. Um, and I wanted let's, to let's just... settle
0: this debate, folks. Let us know, jeez. Oh, if an island is built into the ground, is it a piece of furniture or is it a feature? If an island is not secured in the ground, I agree that's a piece of furniture.
1: But you can get it made to be in your home or put in there like the debate is oh Jesus <laughs> we're getting you're going off topic
0: I know purpose. I'm sorry folks no
1: take it over Nick
0: so yeah so the kitchen island
1: mm-hmm. we- I'm giving you angry puppet eyebrows I know right you now. are
0: anyways no the kitchen island is has was a huge feature in our last house and it's built in our house now you know it's built into the ground as I was mentioning I'm just oh, doing goodness. this to, Yeah. yeah anyways but it's <laughs> It's a spot where we gathered in our old house. It's where we ate dinner, even with six people in the house, even with kids in the house. You know, some of them were in high chairs, some of them would sit at the tables, and we had four stools with that that it was island. A beautiful I love it so and much. some people would stand. Some people. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. Even though we had this formal dining room table. Now, did we eat dinner all to- together all the time? No, but even those nights where we would all eat together, like some people would stand and eat, and that was cool. But we were gathered around the island, like it was our place. So like that has become the center focus in our kitchen as well in our in our new house here.
1: And having that experience in our old home, how we like never used our dining room table to sit down and have family dinners like we thought we were going to. We we're like we're not getting a kitchen table right. because it's just going to take up space in our smaller home and we know we're not going to use it nearly as much. Like it's just going to be there I think just because we think we need to have have it there. So we learned that lesson pretty early on and we use the island for eating. It's our workspace. Um, it, that's where we gather Absolutely. when we have people over. We have cocktails. We have drinks. I we both fold laundry on there from yep. time to time. Um, baking, painting. Lucille's painting there all the time. Um, sometimes it's puzzles. A, sometimes it's a dance table. Yeah. It it literally is like the centerpiece of our home and provides so much purpose. And it's only one piece of furniture that yes, it came with the
0: house, Nick. It's a nice feature in the house. Yes, goddammit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, um, something else that I had on here were our stackable stools.
0: Yes, those were another thing that were brought from the old house, which we thought we were going to get rid of, but we and we were even considering new stools that had backs on them, but we quickly realized that these still serve multiple purposes for us.
1: Yeah, the and what's really cool about them is that they can stack up so easily. If we need more space for like dancing or playing and and vacuuming, like vacuuming we just we or just pile the floor, them up yeah. real quick, and it's really they're out of the way. We don't have to like move them all over the place. If we had stools with like really cozy backs that were like they really look nice aesthetically, but honestly, these stools provide so much purpose. Lucille is climbing on them she uses them for she used it today to she brought in the living room cuz they're light enough that she can carry them and she was jumping <laughs> off them under the couch woohoo and she uses them for like props for races and she uses them as ovens like it's this simple <laughs> and they were not that expensive they're like no we, we got, got them um, on sale for like 15 dollars a stool something crazy like that we got them from
0: Bed Bath and Beyond and we of course you always get a coupon or some kind of <laughs> 20% off or $20 off from Bed Bath & Beyond. So yeah, we, we got away with murder on these things.
1: And Batman works there.
0: Batman does work at Bed Bath & Beyond. He does. Shout out Michael <laughs> Keaton. Yes, I know you listen to the this. The other guys. <laughs> I saw what you did there.
1: Uh, all right. So something else I put in there that you mentioned in the beginning is our two leather chairs that yes. we, that are pretty recent.
0: So those were purchases for the new house here. We 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 did we did actually need some space to fill but not necessarily like the the whole concept of the chairs and what we were very thoughtful about when we put together like the the layout of our our family room was that we didn't want the couch or the chairs facing the TV no we envision people coming to the house people sitting in the chairs people on the couch facing each other with the TV off to the left or the right depending on which side you're sitting on but it's more to engage in conversation and you know just have that kind of comfort with a little um i mean it it, it serves as a coffee table but it it's a, an old what is it a trunk or cedar chest yeah, that cedar was on chest, my list too our cedar which chest which we we'll get yeah. into that in just a few minutes but like the the whole family room itself there's a lot of repurposing there
1: And the leather chairs are not super bulky. They're leather padded chairs and they have these wood armrests that are really nice. It's very modern looking, but man, they're easy to move around. And Mm -hmm. we use them for like to build forts with Lucille. Yeah. Um, Or houses
0: for Halloween.
1: Houses for (laughs) Halloween. And they're so easy to move around if we want to reconfigure. And like we want to face the TV, we can. If we want to face a different direction, we can. If we want to move it into a different room, we totally could. And even Lucille you know, moves it too. But Lucille will sometimes sit there and do her tablet. Um, like sometimes I'll sit there and do reading. Um, it was our Christmas stocking holder. Cause yeah. there's like a wooden bar behind it that I tied our stockings to. So they've become more than just chairs and, uh, and they're cozy too. So aesthetically pleasing and also like oh, yes. can use for lots of things. They
0: really tie the room together.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Polly and Bark. That's the company yes. we got them from. They're amazing.
0: They are. And, yeah, no, what was amazing about them is they came put together in these huge-ass boxes. So all you had to do was, like, cut the boxes open. The delivery was awesome. They delivered them right into the garage. I mean, it was it was easy. And then just getting the chairs out of there and putting them in the house, boom. Mm-hmm. Simple as one, two, three.
1: And uh, something else that came from the same company, Polly and Bark, is our leather couch that we bought when we were living in our old home. And we learned how easy it was to move, which oh was my a, God. definitely a
0: bonus. That thing was it's super light and it's it's constructed very nicely, but it was super light. The legs came off like even if you had narrow doors, like this couch is like one of those things where you have no problem getting it in whatsoever. That's like what we said. have yeah, that's what she <laughs> we have super wide doors in this house. That's what she said.
1: How how is that that's I don't what know. she said? You think my vagina is a door? No. I have super wide doors. <laughs>
0: I'm just seeing where your mind my, was going. My mind's all over the place right now. <laughs> this is the second episode we're doing tonight. So we're a uh, double
1: feature, double
0: feature in it anyways. But yeah, it's, it's, it's so easy to move. Like I think I was even able to carry the couch in myself the day that it was delivered with my two bare hands. Cause <laughs> I think you weren't home. I wanted to surprise you and put it together and you know, it was you together. Did? Yeah. You're so strong and wise. I am. Beyond uh, my ears.
1: But yeah, so the cushions come off. So Lucille will sometimes take them all off and use it to build a fort or a house for Halloween. And it's like a wrestling area when like my nephew comes over. They're like wrestling all <laughs> over it. And, you know, we use it for lounging. Uh, my mom slept on it because it's just really comfortable. It's super for comfortable. guests. And, you know, it's for cuddling, story time. We read books on there. We watch TV. It's just all around like it's just more than a couch and I'm very grateful for that company and Oh yeah, that couch. Okay, so you already kind of alluded to it and we kind of labeled it. Um we have an antique cedar chest that we were going to get rid of because I was like this was in our old bedroom and it just kind of stayed no, this it was one in, our, was dining in room. our dining room and we had a um cushion over top of it for like an extra seating. But the cedar chest has become our coffee table, so it has. to speak. And it's more really just Lucille's crafts and fun things and activities she can get into. But we store every now and
0: then it'll hold a beverage. <laughs> yeah.
1: But we store um, our hiking backpacks in there. We store our photo albums in there. So they're accessible if we wanted to get them out and like reminisce and look at photos. And it also we can sit on it. So it's like it's a table. It's a storage unit and you can sit on it. Yeah. and you can move it around if you need to so it's like one of
0: those yeah it's another one of those things that's not super heavy
1: no no and uh it's just awesome it's like a, an older piece of furniture that just has a lot of a lot of use so I'm grateful that we held on to that and found a way to repurpose it because it's dynamite absolutely okay and uh something else I had on here was our our TV slash cubicle stand that has like the square holes. Yeah. for those fabric bins um the cubes and the fabric bins and the baskets we use in there are for concealing lucille's toys and they do such a good job to like hide the clutter that is her random toys yeah because they're beautiful to look at but you wouldn't know what's inside unless you actually pull it out um but there's space (laughs) for her pull out (laughs) Oh man. Um, there's space for her books for and it's a it our TV sits on it. Um we have our Google speaker on there. Google Home. Google Home. Thank yeah. you. And I Mini. love how it's not a super big bulky piece of furniture. It's very narrow yeah. because I think it creates more space in our home period. Like it's just nice that it it does a really great purpose of storing her toys, but it's not super massive and bulky that it takes up a lot of space. And also it's a great boundary or limit for the amount of toys Lucille has. If we get so many things and they can't fit in the bins anymore, we have this little activity with Lucille where we talk about, all right, well, what what are some toys we can give to some other kids that need toys because we don't have any more space for it. So it's nice having a nice looking piece of furniture that isn't super big, but can maintain a good amount of toys, but also provide that boundary or limit for Lucille and us with the, the amount of things we bring in for her.
0: Yeah. No, it's it, it is awesome. And like you said, nothing's like overflowing. Like you you can't even tell that there's kids toys in there because of the fabric. So like it it just works out tremendously and, and just makes the house look super clean when uh when we have guests over.
1: Yes, yeah. Um I had one more thing for this category. Go for it. Beds without bed frames.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're college style living, it so to say, if you even want to say that. We have our bed on our box spring from our last house, you know, our our king size bed in our bedroom, and then Lucille's room. She's got a queen size bed, which was from my old house way back in the day when Jill and I were just dating, and that's that has been our guest bed for a long time. And so we were like, all right, well let's. Give Lucille the the queen size bed. When we have company, she can come, you know, sleep in our room. Whether she wants to sleep in her sleeping bag on the floor, you know, cuddle up with Mama and Papa, you know, either way, it's it's all good. So that's now serving as a a guest bed, but it's also Lucille's bed. But yeah, her her bed's on on a box spring as well. It's freaking awesome.
1: And we contemplated buying a bed frame, and we had an, an aesthetic in mind, but they're just so freaking expensive. And part of me was like. I don't like need to have a bed frame. I think I'm, we're getting it more for the aesthetic than the actual purpose. Right. But if you think about, I remember when we did an episode about, I think it was feng shui. I brought up like there's, that's actually better feng shui to not have anything underneath your bed.
0: Yes. I remember that. So
1: I mean, because our box spring is on the floor, there's never any dust or anything to clean underneath of our bed, which is awesome. I don't have a bed frame that I have to dust at all in both rooms. So it's like one less thing to take care of. And because of the height, it's not like high, it's become an area where like right now Nick is sitting on it so we can podcast and it's like the perfect height. And Lucille is, has easy access to any of the beds because she just kind of jumps on. It's not like super high to climb. Yeah. And we feel safe if she wants to wrestle on here, especially when other kids come over, they're like wrestling on both beds They're playing around and we're not terrified about the fall down or anything like that. So at
0: all. Or any, like, pieces of furniture, corners of the furniture hitting their head. Like, there's there's none of that. Like, they just fall onto the floor.
1: Um, I use this bed because it's perfect height for doing yoga. So I prop up a pillow and have my cell phone right there for doing, like, yoga on the phone. So it's actually, I, I don't think we talk about it enough how, like, just putting a bed on something not super high has been, like, that's just one less thing to take care of. Than, yeah. That, that accessory for the bed isn't like I, I found my way to like have a romantic bedroom that I love without a bed frame and
0: it's okay. You just need me in it. That's exactly. all. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just a little decoration where the headboard would go. That's what I was missing. I was missing like something to go like an accent piece behind our pillows. And I just found one of our cool old baskets. And I hung I think that was there. the first
0: thing you put up there. Like, mm-hmm. let's put this there. And I then needed it. we've got our, our reading lights that we sconces that are on the wall. So like, yeah.
1: Yes. So you did a perfect segue. I know. The next category t- I had yeah.
0: was... You and I are simpatico <laughs> on this stuff. Having, Except for the island.
1: <laughs> just using your walls more. Like we we bought the... We, we wanted reading lamps. And we also wanted a source of light for our room. Because we replaced our light with a fan without a light. Which yeah. I wanted. It's just simple. It's clean. And we bought um, sconces for both sides of our bed that I got the idea from like an Airbnb we stayed at mm-hmm. and I loved it and it's not sitting on a table that I have to move and clean and dust around which means we get to have smaller tables because I don't have to house a giant or small lamp on it there's like just space for our books and our planner yeah um, so I think using the walls has just like been so helpful in like streamlining space and less things to clean.
0: Well, and that's, we've used the walls with a purpose. Like we, we have the sconces on here. We have the bookshelf that we did in the family room, which you know, has some books on it and just some decorations. But one of the things that we brought from the old house, which a lot of them have not made it on the walls, is just a ton of pictures that we've had. Like whether it's pictures of us or family or just of some you know nice artwork, like we've been very purposeful about the things that we are not putting on the walls and and so you know we're trying to figure out you know right now they're out in the garage but not taking up too much space (laughs) thankfully because we are able to get a car in the garage anyways but uh yeah no it's we also didn't want to clutter our walls up and when you don't have the wall clutter that also makes the space look much larger than what it might be
1: yes i think um savoring and leaving white space in your home or just blank walls it frees up so much like just makes the place look bigger in my it does it just not having pictures or art on every single wall which is something that I think I did a lot of in our old home and now it it takes everything in me like not to want to put things up but I'm getting more used to having that empty space on some walls and I do love the feel of it how it's just it just feels more spacious and i think about some of my favorite airbnbs that i stayed at and they are very intentional about the artwork they put up and it's not not all the walls are like covered with walls with covered with things and i do like having empty space on our walls and again that's less that i have to clean and maintain that's right you know picture frames are not the the most fun things to dust on the wall so yeah. you know but yeah we bought um that wall
0: shelf on amazon surprisingly Great purchase on Amazon. <laughs> Never and, know sometimes with Amazon. And we bought a wall
1: shelf that had, like, white bars, so it, like, blends in with our walls, and it looks really simple, and we are able to put some, like, books and some family pictures on there, and just some family heirlooms, and it's, again, it's something that's not on the floor. I don't have to move it. I don't have to dust it. I do have to dust it, but it's not something that creates and makes it feel closed in or, like, right. busy. And, right, right. Um, it's not bulky it's not yeah, taking up space there's just something about finding pieces that you can find to utilize your wall space with and that is the art in an essence like our lamps in our room are part of the art on our walls right. Like that shelf is part of the art in our in our home and that space so definitely yeah using the walls with a purpose and um, creating more space on your floors definitely makes you feel calmer and has just more openness to it
0: yeah one of the things, and I'm kind of going back to what we said earlier about the kitchen and not having a, a kitchen table in there. One of the things that we didn't really talk about was how we've made that a learning space for Lucille. So like, there's a desk in there from an old um,
1: private school private school <laughs> that
0: that we were able to have. So like, she has a formal desk. We have an easel in there that you know is a whiteboard and a chalkboard. We also have a little trampoline mm. in the kitchen that Lucille just. <laughs> can get all her energy out jump up and down and we you know we've used that for lots of other different activities but like just being able to have that space and then the running back and forth that we can do and have races in the house going from one side to the other with no objects in the way I mean it's great so that's uh one of the things that I forgot to bring up when we were talking about that area but like that's just been really cool just to be able to, to have that area to to do all that stuff
1: well again being creative with the furniture we pick leads to more creative adventures we have in the home. Right. It's like, instead of thinking like, what do we need? It's like, how can we use this for a new purpose? Or if she wants to play a game, Lucille automatically just looks around and like, like <laughs> how about we use this for this? Like, it's so cool to see her blossom. And I've talked about this and when she was a lot younger about, and I'm just seeing that blossom bigger and bolder into like her confidence in being able to take one thing and say, let's pretend it's this. So it's so cool to see her be quick to get creative. She's not stumbling. She's not like, we don't have this. It's not going to work. It's like, what do we have around us that I can use to pretend? So it's so cool to see that skill that I feel like I probably had innately as a kid, but then I forgot. And now that we've learned all these lessons, owning a big home and all the things, it's like so cool coming back into like Lucille's world of being so creative innately, right. and finding all these different purposes for something and just being happy with what you have instead of, wanting um it's just really rad to see her skill her creativity skill strengthening you know that muscle is pretty wild
0: 100 percent, 100 percent. that's right
1: that's right okay i think i've talked long enough is there anything that you come to mind no
0: no i mean that's we, we've we've done some great work with this space i wouldn't change anything about it and once we have the patio then we can have our outdoor table and that way that's another reason why we don't need an indoor table we dinner outdoor table.
1: That's another area we can get creative with, which and would be we fun. We will. We Leaves, will leave lots of space and try to be purposeful with like how do we use this?
0: That'll be our next uh, adventure. Yeah, awesome. Well, Jilly, do you have any resources for our listeners today?
1: I do. Well, about
0: the blog post, you know
1: this. This was a resource that was titled "Why a Minimalist Lifestyle Is a Big Win for Creatives," and I'll just read some snippets. I saw that I'm like, yep, yep, and yep. Get it. We often think that more is better, that it creates additional possibilities, yet when it comes to creativity, more isn't necessarily a good thing. Michelangelo, one of the most financially and classically successful artists of all time said, art lives on constraint and dies of freedom. But we already know this. Haven't you ever created something amazing when faced with incredible limits? And haven't you ever gotten overwhelmed to the point of inaction when there were simply too many options? It seems like more would create well more. But instead, when faced with more, we counterintuitively create less. With more time, we get less done. With more supplies, they get dusty with lack of use. With more space, we get too tired to clean it up so we can create in it. There is something else at play here, and that something is energy. There is an energy cost to creativity. We are used to the cost of supplies, the cost of training, and even a cost in time, but we rarely consider the cost in energy when it comes to creativity. Creativity burns an incredible amount of energy. It needs fuel. And this factor of energy, the one we really look at, is the reason that a minimalist lifestyle is a strategy worth exploring for creatives. Something in us knows this. We can feel it when our energy resource is drained. It's the reason we so frequently dream of throwing a few possessions in a backpack and leaving the rest behind. Creativity isn't the only thing taxing your energy. We all suffer from decision fatigue. The concept is that every decision we have to make in a day drains our reserves. While minimalism is an art term that defines a specific style, minimalism as a lifestyle is the countercultural practice of choosing less instead of more. It's having only what you need in your physical space and schedule, it's letting go of the non essential to focus on the essential. But the big win for creatives isn't just having more space to create in. It's the creative energy that gets freed up when the visual and mental clutter is removed. Word. That was a little wordy, but...
0: No, that was spot on. That was awesome. (laughs) Good post, Jilly. All right, and the quote of the day.
1: This is by Maya Angelou. All right. You can't use up creativity. The more you use it, the more you have.
0: That's true. So true. And your take action challenge is?
1: Uh, make space for more creativity in your daily environment. Yeah. You'll find that there's a lot of calmness that comes with
0: it. Very true. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation conversation leads to action and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today and we will see you again next week. See y'all later.